Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And now. And now. Back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, Tail Varsity Roadshow here at the Single Barrel inside the graduate Thanksgiving Eve. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. Big thanks to uh, Herdizzle for calling in. Great points on Chapa Purdy and, and kind of the upside there. Is he still on the horn he with us? He's still on the line. Herdizzle, we cut you off. We were up against a tough break. Finish your thought. Thanks for hanging in. Yeah, I mean, just in summary, I think, you know, I, I kind of wonder what Chubba could look like after, you know, a being going through an offseason as the number one guy. You see him when he's got scripted plays, he goes down and scores twice. You see him take a 93-yard drive when he only has practiced two of those plays before. So, yeah, just kind of wondering what your thoughts are on that. All right, heard his life. Good Thanksgiving. And I think you uh, hit on something that is – a big-time hope for Nebraska fans is that you you found your, your, your quarterback option or a quarterback option for the rest of this season and, and into next year because he has looked the part in a brief sample. We bring in Mike Babcock with Hale Varsity at MD Babs. And, yeah, if, if Chubba can stay healthy and gets the reps and wins the job, uh, sky's the limit because out of high school he was an elite recruit that florida state built their football program around quarterback uh norvell's knocking on a a playoff door now that was his first quarterback get if you think about it i've referenced that a lot because uh it it can make or break a program and and chubba chubba got hurt a little bit they they recruited over him he went to the portal he didn't have good performances last year and and really didn't look uh, poised is the best way to put it. He was kind of thrown in and, and sporadic. He looks completely under control in a in in the game in a drive I've seen of him, and I think you can only get bigger from that. Well, and, and that's the issue, Schmitty, is that it's not the guy that Florida State built their football program around. It's the guy that they wanted to build their football program before sure. quickly moving on. And what Matt, they Matt saw Rule, on film, yes. Matt, Matt Rule is, is is trying to build a program that is built on development. So maybe there's been development. I'm holding my my reins tight on Chuba until I see more from him and mm-hmm. instead of just a game and a drive. I mean, you're going against one of the top defenses in the Big Ten on sure. Friday. How Should is that no going to go for Chuba? That's a big question, <laughs> but that's probably what's going to determine to me how realistic is Chuba's future with the Nebraska football program is how does he compete against a school like Iowa, one of the top defenses in the Big Ten. Babbers, let's get your take on this, uh, the upside of Chuba and uh, what you have at quarterback that's been – uh, a bit of a merry-go-round this year. Uh, what's your reaction to, you know, what what potential you have with uh, Chubba Purdy at quarterback moving forward in this offense? And Mike, you're muted. Oh, Mike, you're muted, bud. You are muted. <laughs> the yeah. Look on his face. I wish, uh, like, I wish everybody was a... listening on radio could have, could have seen the yeah, look on my now face. Now I said everything of substance, and now I forgot what I said. <laughs> that, Mike, that um, was incredible. That was such a – that was a money take, yeah, man. Thank you. <laughs> Reset. Um, <laughs> that's one of the uh, 
things that uh, was surprising to me was that I think that the week of the Maryland game, he was on the scout squad all most of the week. And then he gets the opportunity to get in the game and, and does what he does. And then he gets a start and he does what he does at the beginning, as, as the listener pointed out. Um, I, I, I still think the, the uh, some things have to be determined based on what happens in the Iowa game. And as, as Elijah points out, we don't know yet. He's had, he had a good performance in the last game and he had a good performance coming off the bench um, when he was needed to uh, uh, make that drive down the field. But it's a, it's a limited, uh, we've got limited evidence here and we've still got to see what's going to happen. And Iowa is certainly a, a, a good test for that. Um, and obviously, you can't put it all on him. It, it depends on the guys up front, and whether you can do some things in the in the running game. I think that's important still. I think Nebraska is showing more and more that it can uh, run the ball, even though you've had the injuries. You always have to factor in the injuries. No matter what team you are, there's going to be injury problems. But Nebraska seems to have had a disproportionate number of injuries, uh, particularly on offense. Um, but uh, I, I think the I think the jury's still out on 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 him, but I think you've got a good start, uh, and, and we'll see what happens against Iowa. I mean that's that's going to be a, a top tier test, no question, against that Iowa defense. Great quarterbacks have made been made to look miserable against Iowa, not guys making their fifth or sixth career start. So he'll need help, and he'll need to to be able to kind of process quickly that's what was really cool to see if you're a nebraska fan was how how locked in and comfortable he was what they scripted worked and worked well now the key is to uh, continue this week and and find a, a winning script and then those plays that nebraska can hang on to the football and move the football against an elite defense and a, and a steady good dose of, of running the football, uh, doing some crank research with uh, my friend Iowa Russ, who uh, doesn't miss an Iowa game, says, well, if Nebraska's smart, they'll run up the middle on Iowa. Um, it always sounds like a good idea, doesn't it, trying to run up the middle against Iowa? Yeah, let's uh, let's start with that and just keep pounding right up. Just keep pounding away right in the middle. Just uh, control the clock, pick up first downs, uh, Win it three to nothing. A uh, little bit difficult to execute. Yeah. So Mike, Mike Babcock's Babcock. with us here. Go ahead, Elijah. On Hale Varsity Radio, Mike Babcock joining us, his usual <laughs> Wednesday segment. And, Mike, whenever you look at this Iowa-Nebraska game, currently the Vegas line, not only is it the lowest total in college football history, I think that's a fun little tidbit and probably is going to be what we see on Friday at Memorial Stadium. I'd be shocked if we saw any sort of shootout. But you look at Nebraska being the favorite. I want to get your reaction to that because based on everything I've seen from Iowa and Nebraska this year, they are built in similar ways. A high-level defense and an offense that just does enough whenever you get the ball in a short field, you take advantage, and you know what, 13-10 to 10 is a win. But the difference between these two programs is that Iowa, in those close ball games, consistently finds a way to win unless the referees say you make an invalid fair catch call, in which case everything's out the window. But that seems to be the difference to me. And what does it mean to you that Vegas has Nebraska winning this game in, in tight fashion? Because it seems to me that if this game is tight coming down to the fourth quarter, Iowa is the team that has a whole lot more experience 
winning those tight games and winning ugly. Yeah, I should probably shut off my microphone again uh, when I answer that so that I'll say that I got it right later on. Um, you know, that, that, that surprises me that Nebraska would be favored in any way, shape, or form in this situation because of what you said. And, I, you know, it's going to theoretically, in, in my mind, it's going to come down to that. You know, it's probably going to come down to the end here um, because you've got these two teams that can play defense. And we're going to see a defensive battle. And, and in a situation like that, Iowa probably has the better defense, right? Statistically, there's no question that that's the case. Um, will that happen? I don't know. It, will there be extra energy because it's senior day? Um, I don't know. It, Iowa has lost in November, according to their notes, only once in the last 18 games in November. Uh, the notes didn't include the fact that once was Nebraska last year. But um, Iowa has had success with this approach. And, again, I'm mystified as to why Nebraska would be favored, um, other than I guess it's the home team. Maybe that, that's the that's – the, tipping point, but when two defenses meet and one as good as Iowa's, um, you figure that Iowa's probably got a little bit of an advantage there. Also, I would add, Iowa's special teams have been special this season. And uh, so two-thirds of the game, offense, defense, special teams, two-thirds of the game uh, go in Iowa's direction, I think. Mike Babcock's with us from Hale Varsity. Get his bi-weekly newsletter with uh, Hale Varsity and Hurt at Sports. Uh, Mike B. at HurtAtSports.com. Send a request that way. Babbers, a uh, couple minutes here. Let's talk about the topic of progress and success. Have you seen progress this year with Nebraska football? If they don't go bowling, is the year a success? How are you gauging that success topic? Yeah, I've seen progress, and I, and I think that the, you know, the comment about the autopsy thing, the buy-in part of it, I think the players have bought in. I, th- that's the impression I get. I, I really appreciate the fact that Rule presents himself as being about the players. That's important to him. Um, his assistant coaches the same way. You know, whenever something goes wrong, uh, the coaches are, are, are always with Rule on down. It's on me. It's on me. It's not the players. They don't blame them. Publicly, they don't blame them. I think that's important. I do think that the program is developing now. If Nebraska doesn't win on a Friday, I still think that Nebraska is going in the right direction. But a win on Friday would confirm for other people, I think, where this program is right now. Um, People that maybe don't, you know, aren't at the news conferences, don't hear what Rule says, because Rule's really upfront about things. That's what I appreciate about him. Um, question yesterday about the or um, earlier in the week about the uh, decision at the end, the time management thing. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody asked it kind of masked in that way. That, that that was obviously the question. And he said, I think this is what you're actually asking. Let's address it. And he did. And I, you know, I thought his, his response was very, uh, very positive kind of changed my mind about how that went uh mm. the reason that he did what he did uh at the end of the game although he did say later that he 
also apologized to his players for not at least getting him a second chance at the end zone. Well, and it's been a mad mad dash the last two ball games, the final three minutes, and it would be part of that growth topic and rules always about teaching, right? Well, um, it'd be uh, really fun to teach how they pulled off uh, a win in a tight ball game against Iowa. Uh, they they did it a year ago, but they they led by 21 points or 17 points. I forget exactly what it was, but they were they were blowing Iowa out early. Can you go toe to toe against Iowa for four quarters, where it is back and forth? You're down, you're up, but it's slim. Nebraska from a from a psyche and kind of a, an acceleration standpoint with this takeover and build, they can get a tight win on Black Friday against Iowa, a team that lives that life, <laughs> does great work. Um, that would be that would be pretty special, especially with Nebraska's depth issues and how they fought through them. So uh, we'll see how this thing all, all shakes out. Mike, have an amazing Thanksgiving with family. Thanks so much for giving us a few minutes, and we'll get caught up again. You and your listeners as well. Thanks, guys. There he is, Mr. Husker Football, Mike Babcock with Husker with Hale Varsity at MD Babs on Twitter. Quick timeout, Hale Varsity Roadshow rolls forward at the single barrel.